Ladies and gentle gentlemen, and some of the not-so-gentle ones, welcome, mm, good morning, to the Boy Town Podcast. I, Dave, I feel great, and I'm going to tell you why, because what? you've tagged me in the comments of something, and normally when you tag me in the comments of something, it's, I don't know, some like, <laughs> it'll be a lad bible, and it'll be like, Nigerian <laughs> Nigerian pensioner with world's largest cock dies, you know, that's the sort of thing that you always tag me in, but... I mean, it's weird, weird, weird that you suggest it's a Nigerian pensioner with the world's biggest cock, not, <laughs> not, not to say that Nigerians necessarily have the biggest cocks, but yeah, fair play to you, Shane, for that one. Well, are you trying to say there's some countries that, you know, naturally you would say wouldn't? Well, what what I tend to think is like I don't know enough about different cocks of uh, of different countries. I feel like maybe that's something I should pitch as a show. Maybe we travel around the world and just look at different guys' cocks. (laughs) I mean, and then imagine we're okay. So I want you to pitch that. So I watched Quiz this week, which I want to talk to you about later, which is the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire thing. So I'm the head of ITV. Who Wants to Be a Millionaire is finished, obviously. We need something to get 19 million viewers again on prime time. Dave, hit me with your pitch, please. By the it's way, called... I, I've never met you before. I have no idea what this is about. Okay, um, well, no, well, first of all, nice to meet you. Uh, thank you for taking the time out. Uh, now get to it. Come on. Time is money. Um, right, okay. It's called Cox Around the World. So myself and right, my... Right, so is it uh, hmm? about... Like uh, it's it's animals. It's uh, no no. It's you 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 could rename it uh, worldwide penises, um, dicks global, whatever you want to call call it. Uh, basically, we're myself. Kathy, how did this man get into the? Yeah, uh, well, okay. You know what, kid? You know what, uh, kid? Tell me more. Tell me more. It's myself and a uh, fellow comedian uh, and close friend Shane Todd. We were going to travel oh, around, him. like yeah, yeah, like. Him, yeah. Different parts of the world, like I don't know, name name a name a country. Mozambique. Go to Mozambique. Name another country. Um, <laughs> I can only think of one. <laughs> uh, the Faroe Islands. Faroe Islands. Yep. Go there. Name another country. Greece. Wise up. We're not going to Greece, but we'll travel around oh, the world, okay. and we will just basically. Go up to fellas in the street and say, mate, uh, can I see, see your dick? And I'd imagine they'd go, aye. And then you'd just get a bit of dick on camera and just go, that's oh, that's a wee a dick there and all. And then you'd go to other so places you, and just... You go on a physical journey, but is there is there like an emotional journey? What hap- What are you trying to find? Is there a question you're trying to answer in this in this documentary? Yeah, well, let, let me just say, you've archaeologists out there. They travel across the world trying to find, you know, the oldest bones. Whereas this is kind of like yeah. I'm traveling around the world just trying to find the biggest bones. You know, it just <laughs> that's kind of what I'm all about. I just want to find out wh- where's the biggest dick in the world. And what can we do with it Dave, when we find it? Yeah, we want to give you a six-part series, but you, you and your friend Sean as well. sound really oh, right. No, no, you and your friend Sean sound really funny. Um, I like what you guys do in Guy Town, but uh, in Guy Village podcast. But we would we would want to replace you, but you can still be exec producer. Would that be okay? Because yeah, we have two yeah. other presenters in mind. Okay, well, I mean, could. could Shane still be involved in the project or is he also just he's wiped from it or is he maybe going to participate in it representing Northern Ireland yeah, Cox we, yeah 
we think he'd be a good contestant for this program for, for nice. but um, but no we would we have we have two presenters in mind we would like to have oh, um, just just before Sam you, Smith. just before you explain that um is it because Shane's got the nickname umbilical cock because his, his cock looks like an umbilical cord really like long and thin and and trans translucent <laughs> is that why <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, and okay. we would love to get you to be in it, Dave. But um, okay. you know, we know that you, we know that your penis. Um, a lot of people have said, um, resembles um, an Aboriginal man's nose. If he were to have a very, very, very short, um, wide nose, so um, oh, so yes, that's why you two can't. What, be what are you trying to say about like, Aboriginal <laughs> people? Do they have, do they have wide noses, or are you trying to insinuate that? I, a certain type of people have a physical appearance, or it's weird. Um, well, th- first of all, thank you for the question, David. I wasn't. I said an Aboriginal man's nose. I said if this guy had a wide nose, so I say mm-hmm. I'm okay, presuming okay. Um, uh, there, there's a lot of different nose types, but yeah. I, it would need to be one with it because you, your your penis looks like a little um, a little mushroom. Uh, nice, fried. Yeah. Okay. It's tasty. But it would be Sam Smith. It would be Sam Smith hosting this with Judge Rinder. Okay. Um. That would be. I mean. I feel like what you've done there is taken two uh, heterosexual guys out of hosting this show, and you've put a gay man and a kind of multi-gendered being in instead, like almost some kind of alien person. Like Judge Rinder is, of course. Uh, I mean, what you would describe as a gay person or homosexual, oh. and and uh, Sam Smith is is he is. That's not what you call them, though, is it? No, uh, I call them people, just like any other person, because it doesn't matter to me what the sexuality is. But um, Sam Smith, he doesn't possess any being or sexuality or genitals. He's just this like kind of I don't want to say weird because it might offend people, but he's this kind of like you already you know, have. He's just this kind of weird guy, like person. He's just this weird, um, asexual, uh, weird. Oh, really? It's the strange. I don't want to say freak. It's on the tip of my tongue, but I don't want to say it. He's just an. Well, you've you've mugged us off because I was about to invite him into the Zoom call. Um, oh, we yeah. had it all set up. He's a massive Boytown fan. He was going to do an acoustic set. Um, she was or. Oh, sorry. They were, but yeah. Okay. Um, you know that whole Sam Smith album, the thing was called In the Midnight Hour? Mm-hmm. It was all about when he fell in love with his manager, who's just this like straight married guy. Yeah. Uh, like It's pretty like intense from Sam to write the whole album about it, and not yeah. just like a song on it. Oh, was the whole album like a, a second album that he wrote, because he's gay, or was that something just... What do you mean? To, you said that <laughs> he wrote In the Midnight Hour, <laughs> and then the whole album was about... I mean, I don't, I don't know what you're say there but yeah. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen he's here on the live lounge to pre- to uh, perform some exclusives from his, his new album Sam can you tell us a bit about the album well it's called the whole album <laughs> oh, as, in, right. as in the entire album or no no W uh. <laughs> <laughs> although there's, there's the deluxe version which is the whole whole album <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean that's immature. But it's funny. I, I feel like Sam Smith. The thought of oh, him coming out of isolation with the whole album would be some of the greatest banter. 
of all time if he just came out I was like I've written this album in isolation it's been what I've been thinking about the entire time hey what is that Sam like coronavirus and he's like nah just hole just I've been thinking about holes the entire time and this is my new album the whole album there's a couple of covers of them you saw the whole of the whole <laughs> Whew, I mean, I'm excited about well, that. Oh. <laughs> uh, it's really enjoyable. See, in the last couple of uh, episodes that we've done on this over Zoom, I laugh so much that I get veins in my forehead, yeah. which I haven't really had. <laughs> so I think that's uh, that's that's a good sign that you and I are enjoying but, ourselves. But, but what's been nice is people's have seemed to be... It's as if... People's? People's. Peep, China. It's as if... Um, Papers. It's as if like people have been getting back on this train. Like for a while, the train left off all the passengers and didn't have many passengers. Whereas I feel like in isolation, the passengers are hopping back on board uh, the route to Boy Train, <laughs> <laughs> which is the title song of his album. <laughs> I mean, sorry. That's the first single. <laughs> I want you to introduce him as Jules Holland. <laughs> introduce the track from the forthcoming album. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, on the show tonight we have one of the UK's number one artists um, performing the song <laughs> The Route to Boy Train off his new album, The Whole Album. <laughs> it's so good. Choo-choo! Oh, I shouldn't do that. The first lyric says, what's that coming down the tracks? Sam Smith. Oh, lying on his back. Oh, well, the whole album must be something I want to hear. I mean, I want to say to our listeners, I know some of you guys out there are our Photoshop wizards. Please. Somebody whip up an, oh. al- an album cover for Sam Smith, the whole album, um, and I enjoy it a lot. Oh man, really um, tickled me that chat. <laughs> so see what you were saying about the the way the some people got off the the platform and stuff at the start yeah. of coronavirus. I think everybody was figuring out what their new normal is, yeah. what their sort of day to day is. But I think you know the way we're all weird. Like yeah. every single person in the world is weird. Everyone weird in the world, individuals. We're weird. Yeah, every everyone has some weirdness. Like mm. you and I have weirdness that only you and I have. Yeah. Um, you have weirdness with everybody in your life. Sometimes you mm-hmm. do wee weird quirks. In lockdown, I think everybody is just. At the start, we were all like, "Oh no, I'm going to get too weird." But I think now we've yeah. all just accepted. Yeah. We're all weird people, so let's yeah. just be. We- I think people are going to be weirder after this for sure. I mean, I I I, I watched a documentary no I, I, I don't talk about the porn and watch because hey like you were just saying people are weird yeah I like I, I've discovered that I like my porn like how I like my cheese really I like an Irish mature and that's just what I go for and both of them taste so good you know uh, but yeah I, I feel like I, I, I watch this documentary you know J.K. Simmons Sorry, one leaves you full, one leaves you empty. Uh, yeah. Sorry, I, I'm getting a call. 
I'm going to call from the number. Should I answer it in the pod? Yeah, answer it in the pod. And then if it's something business related, just hang up. In fact, don't. Actually, I know what it is. I was supposed to phone someone at one o'clock and didn't do it, but that's cool. All right. Um, so, yes, go ahead. You're talking about cheese. So, yeah, cheese. No, back onto the documentary I watched was J.K. Simmons. Do you know that guy? You would yeah, know him the same. Potter. No, that was J.K. Uh, Rowling. And uh, he's a, a different guy. Um, but this guy, J.K. Simmons, he was in, you know, Whiplash, the teacher. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen loads of things he's been in. Yeah. Balls, a prison thing in Channel 4. Yeah, 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 but that's not, not on, on regular TV. You watch that, it's on the dark web. But he uh, narrated it. There's no real point in me saying that because it was totally irrelevant to the actual story. But it was all just about coronavirus. So I just sat and watched everything about coronavirus, how it allegedly started, um, like things that were happening and you know what I'm going to give maybe a news flash here some of the things people were doing before all this bit weird you know those Chinese guys are not what you would call uh, good adherers to health and safety practices and um, th- apparently a lot of these things like SARS MERS coronavirus uh, or COVID-19 because SARS and MERS are coronaviruses which coronaviruses are are the shape of the virus or like a crown that's corona so that's how it does so MERS, SARS are corona so COVID-19 allegedly came from a lot of live markets which go on in China China whereas as you know coronavirus is a zoological disease it's been spread between different types of animals to humans so what they're saying is it's not a good idea what they're saying, it's not a good idea to keep a load of different animals so tight together, packed into a market, and then kill them, spread their germs, things like that. Not ideal. Also, bats, they are allegedly carriers of all those diseases. So, But but the thing is, the bats are just immune to loads of shit, so they don't know. The, they just carry it, but they're sweet. They don't show any symptoms or die or nothing. So what it was basically saying on this was like, yeah, whenever this is all over, things like social distancing, um, washing of hands, uh, keeping uh, antibacterial lotion and stuff places will just become the new norm. Like, that's going to have to continue to try to stave this off. And they're going to try and knock some of those meat markets in the head in China, um, which is mad. Yeah, what's wrong with just, uh, you know, at those markets, like, hey, what's wrong with just having, like, a subway and a wagamama? Yeah. You know, let's just have... More timeout markets? Let's not worry... Yeah, yeah, the time I market in Lisbon was sweet. Like, we yeah. think Nuts Corner is weird here, yeah. just because people sell chip chip PlayStation 2s and Goldfish. But, uh, but I mean, are you wait, are you checking if Holly's away? No, no, I'm, I'm cool. I just thought I heard her, but I didn't. So keep going. Okay, so yeah, so the answer was yes to that question. Yes, sorry. Um, <laughs> but, but, yeah, we think our markets are weird, but, you know, yeah, I think knock. Here's the thing, I think because it's so normal in a lot of those markets they're mm-hmm. like oh this is just what we do but once you tell the first person like here this is mad like they'll yeah. be doing this they'll be like mate you're actually right this is yeah. this is nuts like let's just have a flip in uh, like you know italian here instead and, and we'll just do like you know <laughs> i i find it weird and it's in and of itself to go to like a, a posh restaurant and go to a big fish tank and be like i want that lobster whereas these chinese guys are turning up being like I'd like some dog meat. And the guy's like, oh, what sort of dog would you like? And he's like, mm, that one. It's the quietest. And then they just take it, wring its neck, cut it up, and give you its fresh dead meat. Gross. 
but you but you go you go to watch the uh, the Chippendales and the Dream Boys and stuff, and you stand up in the up in the stalls up in the balcony of the theater, and you go uh-huh. mm, that one. Yes, but they don't get and killed. You do that. They they just get tied up and drenched in baby oil. It's a different uh, kettle of fish altogether. But yeah, it's just it's a very strange. Thing. Kettle of Fish, by the way, is also something you can buy in a lot of those markets. Yeah, and it's also a song on the whole album by Sam Smith, but it's 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 different altogether. But what another interesting thing on it was was that because coronavirus can affect some people who have it, and others are kind of fine with it. It's kind of like I said, like say if you've got Ebola, you know you're sick. You're like you're in a real bad way. If you've got Ebola, you're kind of fucked, and you stay inside because you're so sick. Then inevitably you die really quick. Whereas with this, you're kind of like just kind of spreading it, and it just goes around. So it looks like it's going to be, you know, kicking about for a wee while yet. And also there's more coming apparently. So we need to like they, they were showing these maps of like how <clears throat> in chat in. China, um, they just didn't shut anything down. They had all these meat markets. It spread to like 98% of the whole place. And then it was showing how whenever they knew China was kicking off, the next epicenter of the coronavirus was Italy. And then yeah, yeah. When, rather than Italy going, oh, fuck, China's in a bad way here. We should, we should shut down and quarantine. They just kept going for another couple of weeks. Same with whenever Italy hit the shit. It went to America, and rather than them going, oh, well, Italy shut down, we should shut down, they left it, and things like that just carried it on. So it's quite a scary so, thing. So are people, say, are people saying we shut down at, like, a pretty good time? No, no, they're saying... What are, what they're saying about Northern Ireland, which is probably better, is, like, it's not that populated. You know, there's, there is quite a bit of space between people whereas like in london or whatever you're like new york's another one loads of people cramped together there's not much yeah, whereas here yeah. like i know we, we have Plus like fr- it's, it's built up there yeah it's built up there you know what i yeah. mean like it's high rises the air stays in i mean i just said that sentence the air stays in i don't know if yeah. that means anything but here we we live pretty far away from each other and like yeah. you know even like those markets and stuff or like the way times square would be in new york yeah, we don't really have stuff like that. Like people here, we like to keep a bit of our a bit of distance. Like we like to stay. You know, I like to be able to bend over in public at a moment's notice, and I don't want to mm-hmm. feel anyone rear yeah. end me. Basically, yeah. And um, which is actually another song from the whole album. Um, but it's the opposite. It's about being in a place with lots of people. Whereas if you do bend over at a minute's notice, you you, you get know what the, happens. yeah. Um, but but yeah, I think that but has I don't know. Us. Are we? <clears throat> But we're, I think we're doing well at the minute, although it will count for nothing if we just start fucking it up, but yeah. the whole social distancing thing and all that, like, everybody seems to be, I was talking about this on a podcast during the week, think of the amount of headers we have in yeah. New Ireland. Uh-huh. Those guys are like, fully just, full moonbeams, but mm. they're just staying in. No mate, n- a lot of them, not all. Some of them aren't. Did you see the video doing the rounds in the markets in Belfast of just lads with baseball bats and, and machetes and cars? It was the markets, but people came from the short strand into the markets. And late, uh, late, like I used to work in that particular area and I'm aware of some of the families. And hey, let's just say characters for sure. Um, but there's no way they're respecting social, social distancing. So... Isn't yeah. it mad that you watch that and you're jealous of those guys? You're like, oh, I wish I was, fuck, I wish I was putting the window of Nissan through with a steel pipe, you know. Ah, yeah. those were the days. Take me back. 
You know, they're, they're they're getting that fresh air, but they need to knock it in the head. And that's why I told the government, listen, I'll go and speak to those guys if you want. And they said, man, yeah. it's probably best that you don't. So I'm not going to, but I yeah. was I was up for it. I mean, have you ever seen anything before in your life that you've gone, oh, I, didn't, I wish I'd not seen that in real life? In, in real life? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a looker, right? So you know when someone goes, yeah. here, this is m- fuck me. You need to see this here." Mm-hmm. I'll probably go, "Nah, you can see it and tell me about it." Yeah, yeah. Like I don't like like see whenever if someone was on a like going to jump off a, a high rise building and like people are like, "Oh, you know why some people are like, do it, mate." I'd be like, "Oh, get me out of here. I can't see this. I cannot see this." I don't stop. Like mm-hmm. like if 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 there's an accident and people yeah. are stopped at the side of the road looking at it, I just drive yeah. on. You know, sometimes they have barricades and I don't even see them. I'm like, "No, I can't look at this." And then I don't look at the yeah. road. Um but like I think it's weird like WhatsApp people are so desensitized nowadays to stuff oh, I, I because hate it. of the likes of videos that go around on WhatsApp. Mm-hmm. Like that's a good thing about you and me's WhatsApp, and then any of the groups we're in together. Yeah, there, there's no like, there's nothing in there where you're like, oh mate. But like, see that I would say, say this. I would just if I was an admin, this is how much of an old guy I am. I just take them out of the group. I don't need, I don't have time for like people, you know, like being killed or being maimed or getting hurt. Yeah. I just Do you don't remember every, see that shit. Everybody was into everybody was into the like torture videos or like this like. People be like, "Oh yeah, did you see a video of the guy getting beheaded out in the Middle East?" Yeah. I'm like, "No." And the guy go, yeah. "Oh, why not?" And I go, "I don't know, cause I'm not, cause I'm, I'm yeah. like fairly normal in some ways." Like, there, I remember there was a video going around. It was a, a guy when I was in school, so this is like probably the very early days, and it was on. He he got into trouble on a school computer because he was like, "Check this out," and it was just these like a lad sitting there like. You know, and then someone just came at him. <laughs> that's the way they all yeah. start. <laughs> They're all like. <laughs> yeah, and then just and out of like, nowhere. Oh, this is not too bad. Out of nowhere, this guy just basically cut his head off the chainsaw. It was like, why did you show me that? You know why? So, whenever whenever I was about maybe thirteen or so, I remember there a couple was of weeks a ago. Website. It's probably still no. It's probably still going this website, but I don't know if it does the same stuff. It's called. It was called E Bombs World. And uh-huh. I had a couple of mates in school that were obsessed with it. So uh-huh. if you were at a sleepover at one of their houses, they'd be like, lads, come and see this. And I remember I remember always like not looking at the screen because uh-huh. I was like, I'll think about this all day. I can't just look at this and then go play football. Yeah. And the one time I looked at one of these videos, uh-huh. by the way, it's not like they were showing porn. Yeah. They were showing fucked up stuff that I didn't want to see. And uh-huh. I remember the one time I looked... This guy, let's call him Andy, right? Because that was his name. Um, Your mate or in the look video? Look at this. My mate. Right. Yeah, at the time, he's not my mate now, but he goes, look at this. Not for this reason, we just fell out of touch. You know how these things go. Yeah. And um, he goes, look at this. And it was two girls diarrheaing over each other mm-hmm. and like eating it and stuff. And he goes, "What's wrong with you?" And I went, "It's two people diarrheaing over each other, and and I I'm yeah. not like I'm not buzzing for that, you know. No, thank you." Yeah, I mean that there's there's levels, isn't there? Like I feel like if you there's like, got to be easier ways to make money as well. Yeah, can you imagine you're one of those girls and you're like, "Yes, yeah, my first time I've actually done a video. What 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 kind of stuff do you do in these videos?" And the other girls like, ah, you know, you just kind of fucking. <laughs> You know, ah, you, you, know. Go, you just go with it, like, and then she's like, "All right, that's okay." What's she's like, "You here? have to, yeah, 
you have to eat some shit in this job. Yeah. And everyone's like, ah, oh, do you? Ah, yeah. Nightmare, is it? No. Yeah. You have to eat shit in this job. <laughs> yeah, like, I think that all that stuff just not sweet. Like, I saw a video on YouTube Twitter. the other day that, uh, that made me feel uncomfortable, and it wasn't graphic, but it was just... What it was, it was this guy, this girl, who was like, I think she was like 13 or something. She had been saying to people that her dad, I think her, her mum and dad had split up. And when she was going to stay with her dad, she was like, he's basically beating me up and, and beating my dog up. And people were like, your, da- your dad's a great guy. He's like a well-known businessman. So she installed like a sneaky camera and just got this footage of him basically going at the dog with a knife saying he's going to cut the dog's throat in front of her and all it was really horrible and then she tried to like she jumped in his back when he was about to kill his dog and then he was like you'll never disrespect me in my my house and then he headbutted his own daughter and i thought i would love to just have five minutes with that guy just to fucking beat the shit out of him you know but then that's 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 the knock-on effect of watching stuff like that you'll think about that guy yeah and you're angry because you're like i'd love to fuck that guy up but then yeah. After the video's over, you'll take, you'll be angry after that. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. Like I am. Um, we had a, a strange debate today. Me and my wife speaking of, of of like weird anger that stems from something. Do you ever like play up to something for a bit of banter and like you're acting along like you really are angry and you really hate something and then as a follow-on effect you end up actually being annoyed. Like yes. we were discussing the phenomenon that is eternity rings, right? Have you ever heard? Do you know what these things are? Certain women. I want, do, I think, but yeah, describe them for people. Like certain don't. women just get everything, uh, like engagement rings, wedding rings, and then all of a sudden decide, hey, I want an eternity ring. Which to me, that's what a wedding ring is, because you're saying, I want to stay with you till death do us part. And then the eternity ring means, even once you're dead, I own you. But, but we were having a chat, I said to her, right? For talk's sake, obviously we're married now and we need to start sometimes thinking about the future and what it may or may not hold. So I said, like, uh, where would you like to be buried when you die? And she said somewhere, I said somewhere else, like I like my ashes scattered somewhere else. And she was like, no, I won't mind to go there. So I was like, so we'll, we'll not be together. And she was like, yeah, we won't be together. And I was like, so therefore... Yeah, but that, my point is, so therefore we're not spending eternity together so why the fuck would i get you <laughs> an eternity ring do you know that was my point that she's going to be wearing without you, you yeah know? exactly like just probably out meeting other guys with all this bling and then i'm just at the can beach. i can i ask a person can i ask a personal question you don't yeah. have to answer it if you don't want to yeah. where do you want your ashes scattered um at the moment this could change kremlin? uh no at the moment i want actually made into a light in the kremlin so i can say no um i want i want to be scattered at ballyhome beach I like it there. I like the walk there. I just like the peacefulness of it. I just like it there. So that, at the moment, now that could change. You know, like at the end of the day, Philip Schofield was married for 30 plus years and hey, he's decided he's a different guy now. So I mean, I can't account for where you know, I'll end up buried, but... Like what I quite like is, um, <laughs> is, is you know, maybe, you know, whenever you die in like, I don't know, 17, 18 years and... <laughs> Catherine gets in touch with me and goes, listen, Dave wants his ashes scattered in Ballyhome Beach. I don't agree with that. So what I'm going to ask is, would you scatter them for him? And I'll yeah. go, yes, he looked up to me. He saw me as like a friend, but also like a 
Like you would call me, you call me Grande Papa. No, Grande I, I, Papa. I, I, I no, don't. You call, you call me. No. You call me. No. You sometimes though you call me Petit Papa, small father. No, no, I don't. <laughs> I, I no, call, you call me Petit No, Papa. I call you Grande Nino, which means large boy. Um, which is Grande Nino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grande so. Nino. So a lot of the time you say to me, Grande Nino, uh, you're my <laughs> papa, right? And so, <laughs> so she'll say to me, Can you do the? Can you do the honors? And I would, of course. In a way, I'd hate it if you die, but I would love to be yeah. able to do that for you to, yeah. to grant your last wish. Well, but I, I would fuck it up. So, like, first of all, I'd forget, so I'd have your ashes in my car. Uh-huh. I'd be on my way to do it, but I'd end up going like I'd go meet somebody for lunch. Mm-hmm. I'd go get a haircut from Mikey, and we'll talk about haircuts in a bit. I, I, I basically, I'd go home, and then the next day, I'd be like, shit, I was supposed to do his ashes, and like, I think I would mess it up. I think I would go to scatter them, but the wind would be coming back at me. So I'd pour your ashes out. They would it would all just go in my hair. So I would end yeah. up looking like Philip Schofield with the white yeah. hair. And then I'd be like, ah, I'd freak out and I'd be I'd vomit and then yeah. I would have to just drive home and wash my hair. So you would yeah. actually end up just in the sewer. In the plug hole yeah. of my ensuite. Yeah. Yeah, and but, <laughs> but what, what Catherine said to me, she goes, well, if you want to be buried with somebody so much, why do you and Shane not just get buried together? And you and she, I think her exact words were, she was like, yeah, and you could just fuck about together forever. And I went, that would be pretty, pretty classic. Like, you know? I would, I would, I would enjoy that. I would enjoy that if you and me, like, if you like, say, God forbid, in fifty years, you meet that, you and me are on the road for our last comedy yeah. tour. We die in an accident on tour. We're at the, you know, what? Who's the guy up there? Peter, the archangel, Peter Gabriel. Yeah. And he's at the, he's at the door. Sledgehammer, and he says, "Listen, guys, we're deciding whether to let you into heaven or not. But look, you're two cheeky boys, <laughs> so we're not going to let you in." And then God rings Peter, and he goes, "I just, he just shouts, uh, and he goes, listen, let them in for a bit of crack.'" Because yeah. they're sassy and we need mm-hmm. more diverse characters up there. So I'd like it if you and me flicked our way into heaven mm-hmm. and like people would tot at us and be like, Oh no, like how did they get in? But we, yeah. we would secretly just but be mugging people. I kinda feel I kinda feel what happened would be sent away from Peter and then we'd be like, Oh, this is raging as we'd be walking along. I imagine very much that heaven's kinda like a gated community. So like we'd be walking along is, and, yeah. and like you know why some people aren't like really into golf but like they live in a house that sort of backs out to the golf course and they'll, they'll take a wee dander in with a couple of balls and at the club the odd day. I feel like that'd be us. We'd sneak yeah. into heaven and we would just uh, we we would just carry on like we were meant to be there and it would just be a really good time. Whereas like I kind of yeah. feel like that might be a good idea because if we're dead and say there is something afterwards we could just come down and like haunt people and just have, go to Nando's and all together and it'd be more fun than having to you know, be listening to your wife making you do things all the time. Speaking of Nando's, before we do listeners' questions, you tagged me in a thing about Nando's reopening yeah. some branches for for pickup. Yeah, was Belfast mentioned in that? I didn't look at it too much. I just got too excited, had to leave straight away and just tag you in it. If so. it is, if it is, I'm go- I've got to go to hospital for my Crohn's on um, tomorrow. Uh-huh. So if it is open. I'm I'm get, I'm gonna get takeaway. Yeah, do you do you miss Nando's? Ah, so bad. I th- do you know what? It's nearly more the social thing. It's just going. We're there with a couple of comedians, or just me and you, and you just kind of talk shit. Like a lot of the time, it's before a gig. Yeah. So you're looking forward to the gig, and uh, right, it says 
six restaurants, two in Manchester, four in London. That's not sweet. Although it says no. more gradually expected to open over the next few weeks. Mm-hmm. So I wonder, do our, does our regular Nando's in Bedford Street have any news up? Because this would be great. But at the same time, if, if the government are like, look, you can only get food delivery, I'll be a good boy and I'll, I'll wait it out. Uh-huh. I'll wait it out. Yeah, I mean, I did buy some Nando's uh, sauce in my big shop this week, and I put it on some chicken overnight, and then I cooked the chicken on my big grill out the back. So it was, it wasn't actually Nando's, but it was it was like Nando's. You know, it was as close as I can get in lockdown to Nando's. So they've said, nah, they haven't said anything. I'll find Fuck out. Sick. I've got a man on the inside. Uh, let's talk before we do listeners' questions. Let's talk about. Bounces. Yeah. So, my hair. Here's the thing. I always go over to the right with my quiff. Yeah. Today I went over to the left. Yeah. And it's 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 very like, I look like a um, Hitler Youth. I'm a member. Hmm? Yeah. I look like I'm a me- yeah. I, I look like a soldier yeah. who would be very brave, but ultimately get killed. Yeah. He's, he's got shell shock as well. He's trying to settle back the normal yeah. world, but he's got shell shock. You also look like you're a young potentially. Uh, interested in the same sex female PE teacher um, you, you kind of have that look about you you also maybe look like you might be a sort of guy who would maybe go with younger girls but he looks younger himself but then you find out he's actually in his 30s and you're like oh he's a creep you know he's in his 30s but he like goes out for a kick about in the street with like 16, 17 yeah. year olds here's another thing do you remember you, those can guys can I see your hair yeah hold on Oh, that's not sweet. <laughs> on, on, honestly, uh-huh. it's like um, it's like a black hole, you know, like which is the fourth song on Sam Smith's album. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, no, not sweet. I mean, please shave it, please. No, nope. no, I'm growing it out. I've decided I'm sticking with it till till lockdown's over, and uh, I'm just I'm just rolling with the punches, like. Do you in your head think of yourself as a guy who's like who needs to lob the hair off, <laughs> or when you do you sometimes forget? Like, what's it like being like a ball guy? Like, do you do you look at yourself in the mirror sometimes and be like, oh, I'm sweet, and then some like no, 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 and you're like, oh fuck. No, my, this is kind of how I look at my hair. Like when it's, I would I would wash it, dry it, and then I just look in the mirror and go, <laughs> and then know yeah, that whoever's in public with me will be uncomfortable, and it makes me feel nice. See the way people say, "Oh, wash your hands and sing happy mm-hmm. birthday." When you dry your hair, and uh, and when you dry your hair, like, are you able to get the birthday? Yeah, yeah, because it's, it's actually the, the hairs that are there, especially at the sides and the back, are thick on top. Not so much. Like I spoke about this on my own podcast this week. I feel like my hair, um, in parts, isn't like at the back and sides. It's thick. It's luscious. It's great on top. There's been, been a, a bit of deforestation up there. You know, there's let, let's just say some orangutans have been made homeless on the top of my head because of the deforestation. But um, do, you, do you think it's like Barry Manilow, like fucking looks like shit now, but still singing Mandy? Yeah, I mean, I thought you were going to say too, just gay, because Barry Manilow has recently come out in the 70s as a gay dude, which is, I mean, obvious when hey, you actually he's say... older than the 70s. Do you think... Right, what age is Barry Manlow? I'm going to say 76. I'm going to Google it here. I'm going to say 88. Barry Manlow's 88? 
Barry Manilow is old as fuck. He's yeah. seven, 76, Barry. mate. What a call. 76? Yeah. Oh, well. You know what is actually quite... I wouldn't hilarious. have thought You know what's quite hilarious about Barry Manilow? Legitimately, that's what you look like when you're 76. <laughs> oh, hey, man. I look like that when I'm 46. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Barry, what a guy. Um, I'm going to get listeners' questions up from Twitter. Will you get them from Insta? Yes. Hold on a second. Um, great. I just got. Uh, I just got. You know the email I was waiting on. You got it. Yes. Um, Send me. It. Well, no, because it's not got an attachment to it. It's going to you know the guy. Yeah, we'll talk after. So yeah, yeah, we'll talk. But all good, all gravy. Um. So no, but just before you go into this, you posted a video this week, didn't you, you dirty wee bastard? Of, a, of a, pre, a previous boy town dance off and the phone call. There's some good boy town content came out of you this week. Yep. So we did a dance off in 2016 and 2017. Yeah. You know what's mental? The, the great British dance off. It's mental that it's 2020 and we haven't done a dance off since 2017. I would not have bet on that. If it was me, I would have said it was 19 easy. I think we did an impression off or a sing off one mm-hmm. year, uh, yeah. maybe like twenty eighteen. But we did a dance off, and you won the first one. I won. You won twenty. Yeah. Well, well, I listen. Twenty seventeen. I give you that. However, you called it quite early, and you won by like three percent. But when it actually finished, it was fifty fifty. So you know that's fair enough. Look, that's okay. You 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 know what happened. I know what happened. No. Um, but. We will do another dance off, a quarantine dance off. We're gonna do a quarantine boy town lockdown dance off. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know why we called it the Great British Dance Off. I think it's because the Great British Bake Off came out yeah. like, the week we did that. Let's yeah. just call it the Boy Town Dance Off. That'd be a lot yeah. easier. Um, and, oh man, and there'd be some guy. <laughs> Sorry, look at this. See when I flip my my hat backwards, it just looks like, like a cardinal. A really sweet thick black hair. <laughs> but no, it don't. Dustin, you look like a car a cardinal. I'm like Jesper Parnevik, the golfer. What about that? <laughs> More like Jasper fucking Nosh the dick. But, um, <laughs> weird. But um yes, we're gonna do another dance off, so send us in your suggestions for what you would like the boys to dance to. Uh-huh. And uh we'll do like four or five each and then the best uh, man wins. And we can do a sing off too. We'll we'll what what we want is we want we've said this before, we want to make Boytown great again. We want to engage with the citizens of Boytown. Message us on Instagram to the Boytown account because we have access to it. Snake Rat Ben has access to it. So w- your suggestions will come into fruition if you send them in. Do you want to sing off? Do you want to dance off? Do you want us to, I don't know, just like do a, a, a like a bounce thoughts on Patreon maybe? Something, I don't know. What which is are keen on? Let us know because I think next week we'll, we'll, we'll throw a bounce thoughts in next week because it's been a couple of weeks and I feel like we're, we're deep into the quarantine now. So... Um, but I feel like this podcast and last week's podcast has just been, as an old friend of ours would say, hot shit. So we just need to keep flowing with it and red enjoy hot it. Shit. Red hot shit. Yeah, and not like in a bad way, in a good way, that hot shit. Yeah. Got some questions. First one is from G, who says, hello, the cockdown Jew. More a question for you, Uncle Dave. Oh, wow. How are the new slippers working out? Would you recommend them for a quick bit of outside activities, like picking I mean, up weed out? hey, we, we got the slippers delivered a few weeks ago, and hey, I've got them on me. Here they are. As you can see, they've got 
they've got nice soft memory foam you can actually see the shape of my foot is 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 in there they're very soft they're warm they're cozy but also on the bottom you see hard sole grip grip so that's so as i can go out have a look at the gardens water my petunias you know and then uh, also be comfortable you wear for stand-up um yeah I, I was actually thinking about my, my like next hour just wearing slippers have I told you I think I've got the name for my next show? I figured out in my head. Um, I'm Go going to call it. it Pillow Talk, and it's just going to be based oh, yes, around yes. some stories that you know you have in bed with like your partner that are just, in a normal scenario, very weird. Like I don't know if I mentioned it in the podcast or told you before, we had a conversation, like a legit back and forward, where neither myself or my wife Catherine thought at any stage this is a weird conversation until we spoke about it the next day and we're like if anyone heard us like we were lying in bed and uh, she just like had her hand on my back and obviously as you know i have a bit of back hair i'm a, I'm a man's man i'm a hairy man i've hair everywhere you've got back hair yeah i've hair everywhere you don't want hair and then no hair where i do want it right so she just struck on my my back hair and she was like oh it's really really nice and soft do you condition that and rather than me just go we stupid obviously don't condition my back hair i was like oh not intentionally um but i do condition my hair and then obviously when the water runs down i'm sure like some of it gets onto my, my back so without me realizing it must just get and she's like yeah it's nice and soft and then she'd be like because if you looked at you you'd assume your back hair would be quite like coarse but it's it's nice and soft Personally, yeah. yeah i'd be like yeah and, and again i was like yeah you probably like i probably look like it'd be like a wild boar's hair when really it's kind of like a wee puppy's and she's like yeah it's like a wee puppy's hair it's nice and then like that conversation carried on and then it just ended and neither of the two of us went that's really weird so it's just yeah. yeah i'm going to probably base a few there's a few other tales and leads into things so i think that's what i'm working off the minute pillow talk so um and then i'm, I'm going to have zayn malik sing me on and off stage as well which will be pretty dope oh speaking I'm, of something and one direction i meant to send you this it's a really weird doctored image that um i'm going to try and show you in the podcast to get your reaction to i just saw it on twitter and i don't know how I came to find it, but I thought oh, I better send this to Shane. Um, do a bit of talking there till I find it. I'm trying to remember how long ago it was. Right. Well, while you do that, I will answer the next question. Uh, it's from Luther Valentine, mm-hmm. um, Irish pro wrestler, uh, nice. Um, who says? Who says? Reckon Vince McMahon would eat a sausage roll. Um, first of all, Luther Valentine um, seems like seems like a a pretty big guy in the Irish <laughs> wrestling scene. He wrestles for uh, Irish pro wrestler Luther Valentine. I like, uh, and his username is Big Bad Luther, which I like because that Luther Valentine is a good wrestling name. I think he sounds like he might be a bad guy, and I like bad guys in wrestling. Um, do I reckon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dave, you've sent me an image of um, Harry Styles with both nipples pierced and a chain going yeah. through. There's no way. There's no way he had that whenever he was like 17. There, yeah. he hasn't now, but not then. Um, Luther, I reckon Vince. No, I don't. I think back in the day, a young Vince McMahon would definitely eat a sausage roll. Mm-hmm. Now, I think Vince is in this clean eating i think he trains hard i mean definitely like he has a hand mm-hmm. with his training obviously because he's 98 and absolutely <laughs> jacked but uh absolutely jack Ryder. but um but i think back in the day vince would have eaten a sausage roll but i, I don't i don't think he likes greasy type uh-huh. food like i think vince like likes to keep his hands clean hey um i've heard some stories like i a podcast i enjoy some people 
ask what podcast we listen to. I listen mostly to comedy podcasts, but I listen to a podcast which is like a mixture of just entertainment stories, regular people, rock stars, and then the bit of wrestling. And it's Chris Jericho's podcast, Talk is Jericho. It's it's great if you enjoy a podcast. And he had someone on recently, and, and, and there seems to be a recurring theme to wrestlers that Vince McMahon is very NBC. Like, he seems to be, you know, they're always like, look, if there's something you want, you know, you need to, you need to like, get loads of factors all playing in your favour to work. It's like, oh, you need to get Vince, A, when he's not hungry. If he's hungry, he'll just tell you to leave. B, he'll be like, I have an idea, and he'll be like, give it to me and I'll read it on my private jet. You know, and I said this one guy was like, right, he was saying he was going to leave, basically, the WWE, and unless Vince went with this idea and he built it up because Vince is quite an intimidating guy and he's like oh I'm really going to go into it and apparently one of like Vince's wee helpers went up to him and he goes oh it's okay he's just had his dinner he should be alright to get in and, and get there when he's settled and then he said that he went in sat down and then Vince just opened his drawer and pulled out a salad from his drawers and he was like oh no and Vince just started eating the salad and apparently just never read anything that the guy had pitched to him and he just ended up leaving. But he was like, Yeah, Vince has to be A hungry. He needs to be well he needs to be well fed. He needs to be rested. He needs to you know, and That's it, it's just very you like, you know, and it was it was enjoyable. But I think Vince would be a uh an interesting guy to kinda work for. I <laughs> think he'd be a bit of a character. Um, okay, send us or, or give us the Instagram questions. Instagram. Um, you know what? I just want to say thank you to everybody that is replying to these questions because there's decent amounts coming in. Because to be fair, like with this quarantine, I sometimes lose track of what what time or what day it is and uh, forget to put the call for questions up until like last minute. And then when you just reply, it, it, it's great. Um, oh, Jesus in heaven. Let me see. Who's the first question of the day? Right. Kane Lavery has said, Hola, come lords. Was watching old episodes of the podcast and was wondering uh, if after the lockdown, NBC and Papa Bear would make a super come movie review show watching watching with wine, where you guys drink a bottle of red wine and watch super come films, but you never get special but you are you can ever get special guests like a butt boy and CR7 Jr. to make appearances? I think that's one of those ones where like it's difficult enough for us to organise going out for a drink. So the yeah. idea of organising like a totally new show and having drinks involved would be difficult. But I think yeah, we could. And also, a there's fun. a couple of wee wee monkeys coming along in a few months that are going to make life difficult for us. Here we'll see this actually. Ugh. What's he got? Okay, we I wasn't able to go, but we went for a wee scan yesterday, uh, and there's. Uh, there's my new wee monkey growing along nicely. Um, uh, yeah. How 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 devastating is it not to be allowed? Oh, it's, it's 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 so shit. Like I do I do feel sorry, uh, more so for you probably um, than myself because it's your first time seeing it all. Whereas like I feel bad that I'm not there to like hold Catherine's hand or you know be supportive. If if I mean obviously you're getting the best treatment and all that stuff, but just if on the off chance something mightn't be right and you're not there you know you just would feel so shit but thankfully i don't know if you can hear this it sounds like there's a pigeon landed on my chimney and the, which is also the seventh song on the whole album but um <laughs> <laughs> it's just in case you hear some that's what that is but 
but yeah, it's 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 weird having that. But I we only sort of felt yesterday that you know the, the excitement of like having number two. It's kind of like oh, I've already got one, sweet. Um, whereas have you told Holly? Yeah, Holly um kind of quite doesn't understand, but sometimes understands. Like she'll like kiss Catherine's tummy and say night night baby and stuff at the night time. But oh um, fucking hell! Yeah. I, honestly, I'm I'm a emotional. With it, normally day to day stuff, I'm uh-huh. not emotional at all. But in terms of anything to do with like family or oh, babies or anything yeah. like that, I'm a fucking mess. Hey, and you're. I, think if, if Holly, and, if I saw Holly do that. I'm gone. Hey, but you're gonna get worse. See once oh, you yeah. have because like see now like if I watch anything with kids or family and I associate it, I you automatically the natural thing is to associate it with your own. So if something happens to a kid, I imagine that's Holly, and then I cry. I'm just like. I watched uh, the first couple of episodes of the new series of Afterlife there, cried about four times, just imagine it being, you know, your own wife or, oh, it just really, really got me, like. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, that was, well. But that's, but that's so exciting, that's so exciting that you've already got the scan pictures yeah, and stuff. Yeah, so. Numero dos. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, some sort of show with wine would be a lot of fun but you know what for us and for the we have actually we we were going to be in the position to make the announcement that before this whole lockdown we were going to be putting on a a show of a showing of behind the candelabra at the qft which we will do once this is all over um so whenever all that's over we will get ourselves a nice bottle of wine and we will put our feet up we'll watch the movie you'll dress like liberace um, and we'll just have a really great time. So yes, Kane. I'll dress in Liberace. You dress as Scott. Deal, right? Uh, do you want do you want like Scott out of the swimming pool, Scott? Uh, yes. Nice. Um, I don't want you to get plastic surgery for it. I, I've already ordered it in. Um, I've actually got the tools to, to do plastic surgery off Amazon, so I'm just waiting on being delivered, oh, and I'll do it myself. Andrew Campbell has said thoughts on friend of the podcast Kim Jong Un dying uh, on his pleasure train. The train was said to have had. His handpicked pleasure brigade of tall virgins. Part two. How would the boys turn the two one two dairy to Belfast service into a pleasure bus? I don't understand a lot of that, but I, I don't think Kim Jong un actually did die though, yeah. isn't that the thing? I mean, I hope he hasn't died for the sake of the world, like uh, I think somebody's mugged him off. Um but I, I don't know what the crack is. I just know that I put out a tweet that was relatively funny, saying like, uh, "Oh, if Kim Jong Un really is dead, it's such a massive loss to the to the game of yeah. golf because he was the best of all time." And so many people got back to me and were like, uh, "Do you not mean his dad? Because yeah. that was his dad." Yeah. Uh, and uh, Kim Jong Il, and I was like, "Hey, I couldn't give a fuck oh so a decent joke." So just so take it. hold on, what are you trying to say? That, that all of them, those guys, are the same or? What are you trying to... Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm trying to say I got a guy and his dad mixed up. Yeah. What, what, but, but what I, what I like... the leaders of North Korea. What I like about that is... Um, I like that Kim Jong-il... Or Kim, <laughs> I just made up one. Um, I like that Kim Jong-il... That was, was their like, Yeah. No, I was Kim Il-sung, actually. But um, Kim Jong-il was just like a real sportsman. Superb at baseball, basketball, golf, snooker, darts, football... And like he's just the, the probably the best 
in history at those things whereas Kim Jong-un just fucks like he just goes like you know what I could be really good at these sports I've got it in my jeans nah I'll just get literally a hoe train I'll get a train full of hookers and just fuck them till I die is this true is this true by the Alle- way I didn't know what this allegedly was. so but you know there's only one man that knows the truth and that's D-Rod Dennis Rodman we need to get Dennis Rodman on the podcast and to put to put the world to right speaking of Dennis Rodman whoa I started watching that documentary last night about Michael Jordan and Pippin I'm going to start next and week and guess what very good what? I watched it because last night yeah I've heard it's brilliant because what happened last night was normally what we would do would be um, once Holly gets to bed we, we could settle have dinner Catherine and I would spend a bit of time together and maybe like what at the minute we're watching Afterlife albeit I watched the first three episodes of the new series and then she was like oh I'll watch that so we had to go back to the very start so now I'm dying to just get through it to get back on the fucking episode four but she went to the bed after the scan and stuff yesterday and she'd been working quite a lot so after Holly went to bed she just didn't come downstairs and ended up in bed from like eight o'clock which I mean on on the bright side it means I can just watch whatever I want so I watched that coronavirus documentary which is great and then I just watched an episode of that The Last Dance I think it's called so good yeah and <laughs> well we're watching Money Heist mm-hmm. and then and the, and the quiz and then we're going to watch that but I'm buzzing for that I love basketball yeah. like I, 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 I like basketball I liked it more when I was a kid I don't know mm-hmm. a lot about it now see your man f- but yeah I think that'll like, be great I like I like successful people. I like uh, like uh, their coach Phil Jackson wins five rings with the uh, the Chicago Bulls, then goes to the Lakers and wins six. What? He's the, must be the most successful coach in the history of the world. Near enough with that sort of is he win like ratio. The, is he like the Sir Alex of basketball? Um, I would say yeah, yeah. And he has a book called Eleven Rings, which believe it or not is song number eight on the whole album. But. Uh, <laughs> it's a book that I'm going to order and read because it's just about how to be successful and I feel like to be successful in a field you can sort of transfer it yeah it's sport and coaching basketball but you could take some wee snippets and put it into your own life and try to get a bit better so I'm going to order that because I thought he was a great guy but I mean this is somebody who I don't feel like we've talked about much on the podcast who's what I would describe as very boy town and that's Dennis Rodman he's a guy who, which, believe it or not, song number nine in the album is called Rodman, um, which is, is is great. Comma. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, he's a, he's a very... Um, what's weird is he, he was... Bespoke guy. He's very bespoke. He, he's very much into cross-dressing, but an entirely heterosexual man. Loves to have sex with all the women, but also likes to dress like a woman, kind of like that guy. Is it Eddie Lazard, the, the comedian? Um, Edward, yeah. Edward, Edward Lazard. Yeah. Edward, Edward Lazard. Yeah. So I, I like, I like to see it. I like a guy that dresses like a woman. It's just like, are you, oh, does that mean, are you gay? And he's like, nah, I just like to dress like this. I like that in a person. How many? Is it? Isn't that show out every week? So it's not like all episodes at once. Oh, I don't know. I think I hope hope not because I want to watch another episode tonight when she goes to bed. I know, I think it's been on for a couple of weeks, but if someone told me it comes out every week. Um, anyway, what other questions we got there, brother? Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, let me just check what we're like for time, because I feel like this has been another dope-ass podcast. Yeah, it has, we're, we're sweet. Um, let me see, Chloe has said, Hello, boys. Iceland brought out some ice cream lollies of childhood sweets, fruit salad, dib-dab, etc., blackjack. What's your opinion on blackjack, as this seemed to always be a sweetie's not touched by anyone in the house? I actually like blackjack. So did I. Um, um, believe it or not, song. I don't think I'd had a whole packet, but if uh, uh, I couldn't, you buy 
blackjacks and was it tutti fruity fruit salads yeah fruit salads believe, together believe, that was good believe it or not song number 11 on the whole album is called blackjack and fruit salad um, which I'd love to hear that but yeah I, I used to love blackjacks I think there's part of that when you're a kid good. you like getting your your sweets that turn your whole mouth a different colour like I think that's as a child you love it like I always like you know why people are always like would ask you doing interviews and stuff uh, about comedy or oh, where did you start or oh, where, where did you like being like what what are your earliest memories of being funny and you know it was always a go to move of mine was like if I'm eating chocolate melt it around my teeth and then go here and then smile with just brown teeth that was always 10 out of 10 funny to me and blackjacks were the same oh, oh there's nothing better um, so yeah I always like to do that with blackjacks and lovely black teeth and I remember once I went to my granny and I went look I'm you and smiled with black teeth and she was so angry because my granny, my granny is the number one most vain person that's ever lived. Like she would always like see anytime she left the house immaculate. Like she would always, always more so than me. Um, more so than you. Like she turned up to our our house at Christmas one time with a full wig on, like as if we wouldn't notice because she's like got to like ninety two or something, and her hair was obviously quite thin, but she just was like wearing this hairpiece and like I was going to my dad, I was like, "Your dad," and he was like, "Yeah," I was like. <laughs> She wore a fucking wig. And he was like, oh no, yeah, she is. And like, we were like, do we address this? Because the problem was my granny used to be blonde. And then obviously hit like her, her 80s and 90s and her hair inevitably went grey. However, this particular hair piece that she just whacked on to like basically where I'm bald was just a blonde curly thing and then she just like combed the greys over it so it, it kind of looked like some sort of like blonde hair skull cap on top of just a grey bonce so oh, it, was, nice. it was quite a and then another thing she wore that particular year Christmas really weird was like you know a tie but with elastic band around it so it was like a wee small tie and we were kind of like why is she wearing that like it, <laughs> it makes no sense but I think hey, yeah can I I hope I'm not speaking out of turn <laughs> but for someone who as you described would only need the house immaculate yeah. this kind of sounds like a fucking shit, shitty look <laughs> hey listen I think once she hit her, her 90s her bonds went and then <laughs> this is just the look that she went for you know. I was picturing like Anna Winter. You're like, oh, she's wearing a wig that you comb back with grey hair and a fucking elastic tie. <laughs> yeah, but 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 yeah, that wasn't wasn't their best look. But <laughs> I, I feel like you and my granny would have been great friends. Like I do feel like yeah, so do I. Like what was great? Like my granny would always kind of like you do these wee weird life hacks that you'd be like, I don't know if you should be doing that, granny. Like, I remember she wanted to get a, a blind changed in her kitchen, right? And my dad was like, I'll do that for you. And she was like, nah, it needs to be done today. And he's like, well, I can't do it at the minute because I'm in work. And he, he was like, I'll do. I'll call around when I'm on my way home from work and I'll switch the blind. So my granny was like, oh, no, I'll do it. So rather than, like, wait till he came to get a ladder or whatever, my granny um, just got one of her, like, chairs from the kitchen got up in the chair and like in her 90s at this stage trying to change the blind couldn't reach the blind lost her balance rather than like just fall she like tried she said how she described was tried to flip she landed on her arm awkwardly and snapped both the bones in her arm so her arm was just hanging so you know the way they're people of that age are built from a different stuff she yeah. she crawled from the kitchen to the phone like again a phone with a wire because she's old rang the doctors and like I think I've hurt my arm here and then they were like yay fully 
broken it in half but she just was like ah it's sweet and all that from her just insisting on changing her blinds but the thing was she did it with a fork like she tried to reach up because she couldn't reach so she had to get this fork again there's a life hack for you change blinds with forks but um and then try and do a flip and then try and do a flip but yeah she was she was a very funny woman and in fact another great funny story with granny before I go um you know why like your grannies and your mum and like older people in your life will say things to you as if you should know what they're talking about you know like they'll mention somebody and you'll be like they'll go like oh you know who i'm talking about and you'll go <laughs> i don't and then they'll be like and they'll hit yeah. you hit you and go Fuck, of course you do it so and so it does this and it's friends with that and you go you can give me all the examples in the world i don't know who you're talking about right My, michael smith and three legs three legs in a budgie and like oh no but my, my granny was the, was talking to me and my dad one day about this old guy. I remember she just being like, oh, I used to be good mates with this guy. And his name was Billy McComb, right? And I just think remember his name, Billy McComb, and me and my dad laughing so much about this guy, Billy McComb. Because my dad has obviously known my granny longer than I have because he's older than me, you know? <laughs> it just That's how it works. Right. And um, he was like, I've never heard of this guy, never met him. I just see him. We laughed our heads off because she got so angry, being like, you know him. And we're like, no, we don't. And like the two of us were probably in effect bullying her a bit because we were laughing at how much we don't know this, the guy Billy McComb is. Fast forward several years, and my granny, unfortunately, has died. We're at her funeral. We're doing like, you know, everyone's coming up the line to shake the family's hand. And I know where. I'm like saying with that. <laughs> Fuck's this weirdo, right? <laughs> Look down. This wee old man I've never seen before. He's got a, a full suit on, right? But he's got a leather jacket. So he's got the suit, but a leather oh, jacket and a pompadour haircut. And he's like putting Vaseline through this pompadour. And we're like, what the hell is this? So then he gets up and then he just goes, I was there before my dad. He goes, oh, I really, really loved your grandmother. She was a wonderful woman, great friend of mine. And I was like, all right, okay, what's your name? And he said, Billy McComb. And I literally went <laughs> in his face. My dad heard laugh too. We're like, oh. He's a guy that exists, and not only that, he, he looks like <laughs> what you could only describe as a pensioner fuckboy. So I think, you know, he was probably more than friends with my granny, but I, I, I love that moment. Yeah. <laughs> shout out Billy McComb. Yeah, I mean, he's probably compost now himself, but, but fair play to him. Um, Sarah, Sarah Jane Dorman has said, who's more likely to, one, be the most successful in a music career? You want me to answer yeah, that? This uh, is one. Me for sure, because I've been putting out some videos recently where I'm sort of singing and dancing, and um, I'm getting a great response to those. I uh, I can hold a tune, and I'm a very good dancer. I've got a good look for the pop market, and uh, yeah, I would say me. Yeah, I, I agree to an extent, but I would say that I could definitely just take all of Pavarotti's audience if I wanted, if I just stepped in and called myself Jung Pavarotti, like, you know, like a rapper style, Jay, Jung Pavarotti. What, I, about, what about Pavlova? Uh, bingo, there you go, Bob's your uncle. Um, number two, watch romantic comedies and enjoy them. Um... Weirdly, you. I'm going to say you would slightly yeah. more into rom-coms. Um, and this third question, eat something disgusting for money? Me. Yeah, was I, it, wouldn't, I wouldn't ask for money for it. No, see, I think what, what would happen would be you would make me eat something and then take the money. Is how I could see that going. Um, like, if, I find, if I'm looking for something under the sofa and I see something, like, food-wise, mm -hmm. I'm not going to throw it in the bin. I'll eat it. Like, I don't know. I remember once for 
in White City eating. Is that a Chinese restaurant? Burger that was. No, you know where it is. <laughs> there was a bit of a burger on the ground, a cheeseburger. Yeah. Just like one bite of it, fucking left on the pavement, and I ate that bite for two fifty. Gross. That is absolutely. Like, I wouldn't have had you as disgusting as that. Um. Th- I don't think normally I would have done that, but I, was, yeah. I think I was short on cash when I was about 12. Yeah, I mean, there's other ways you could have made money looking the way you looked as a 12-year-old uh, in the White City. Uh, Matthew Mernon has said... Good morning. <laughs> What's the vibe and designer PPE in Boytown? Versace face mask? Question mark. Mm. Yeah, I mean, the weird thing about if, if Boytown were to design <coughs> bespoke PPE for very calm frontline workers, I think we would end up defeating the purpose. Like, yeah. we would end up trying to be so bespoke we'd defeat the purpose. Like, it'd be like a full face mask, uh, leather, obviously, but yeah. it would have, like, a zip across it that was always open. So, like, there's no use in the mask because yeah. it's permanently open. <laughs> Probably something like that. Yeah, and also we would just have, like, open leather long trench coats. Um, rubber, not yeah. leather, um, and st- and, st- yeah. and stilettos. So like it wouldn't really work too well, I don't think. Beverly has asked merchandise question mark. Will you be having any in the near future? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yes, that's one that we we actually met um, our man Roscoe about that before. Yeah. Yeah, what are these fellas looking for? But um, before the whole lockdown thing happened um, about about doing some merch, Boytown merch. Merch for a podcast, tour merch, all yeah. that kind of thing. So but yes, that that will happen. But there is merch currently still going on our Facebook page. So if you want to go over to the Facebook That's page, right. Boytown Podcast, you can get existing merch there. Some of it's very sexy. Uh, Owen Kelly. And the good thing about that is, sorry, sorry. The good thing about that is, if uh, if you see something you like there, get it because once we get the new merch in, all that stuff will be out. So yeah. if there's something you're like, oh, I really want that, you can get original it. Boytown merch, which will be worth something in a few years. Uh, Owen Kelly said, Guten Tag, Kaisers have come. Do you ever get worried about the other UK celebrity bromances getting bigger than you? Let's say Eamon Holmes and Rylan Clark, they started a podcast. Do you think they could match you for Crown Fresh content? Did you say they started a podcast? No, he said if they started a podcast. Ah, because I was going to say, I had Eamon on mine, we talked about Rylan, I would think I would be owed 33% of all their... uh, other advertising, I think that'd be great. Eamon Holmes and Ryland, I think that'd be. That'd be what about the actor Mark Rylands? Um, Do you reckon he should yeah, with Ryland go to Ryland and, Ryland and just call it Mark Rylan, and it would just be the two of them talking about acting and just being presenters yeah. and stuff? In terms of bromances, mm, you're a big fan of Gordon Ramsay, Gino DeCampo, oh, and Fred from First Dates. That's the best. Do you think those the best start show. A good pod? Yeah, I mean, what's so great about them is. They're all great guys in different ways. Like Gordon Ramsay's such a just an annoying guy. Like he's so overly self confident. He's so competitive, but also kind of funny as well. Gino De Campo is just the most. He's a hot headed wee Italian banter merchant, and Fred Serex is just the coolest guy in the world. Like Sexy. there's nobody cooler than Fred. And the three of them on a road trip together is ten out of ten content. I love that show. Do you think they do a good pod? Oh, you wouldn't really get much out of it because they just fight the whole way through. But it would be it'd be worth listening. You know, it'd be great. Do they fight in the series? Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, they fight loads. It's so great. Does Fred get involved? Yeah, sometimes Fred will just get a little bit uh, annoyed at them. But like, have you seen the series? There's right. There's a thing where like 
Gordon's basically saying that he's the best driver, but yet the production team mug them all off because of this massive, big, like camper van truck thing that they drive about in, but none of them can drive it because it's too big. So it's like a lot of shots of them driving really bad, like bumping into road signs and stuff. It's really great. But they had this argument about who's the best driver, so then they decided to like do this like uh, off road race on these wee June buggy type things. And Gino got into the lead, but then hit a, a bump too hard and just went completely off the track and crashed into the truck and like it was like you're watching it going he could have legit died and like Fred is there just like going like why why did you guys not finish the race and stuff and Gino's getting really angry because like I could have fucking died I could have fucking died and Gordon's going and then Nicky's walking away just wanting a wee hug and Gordon's like Gino why did you hit the truck? You know, it's just so great. And then Gino's just like, I'm fucking done with this show. I'm fucking done. And Fred's just like, all right, okay. It's just great. It's really, it's really, really, really great. Uh, It's the best show ever. Um, But yeah, another show that I'm keen to watch is, um, what's the game? Are we done for questions? No, two more. Ralph and Ricky's Great Northern Road Trip. You know, Ralph Little and Ricky uh, Tomlinson. They're going on a road trip, and I'm going to watch that because I like those lads as well. Um, Richard McClay said, Bon dia, cheeky chicos. Uh, what's the most creme fresh quarantine outfit you've seen? I feel that's more of a you question. Um, well, I actually haven't seen anything that's caught my eye, but tomorrow, because I, I just wear tracksuits all day, sports gear on lockdown, but tomorrow to go get my infusion at hospital in Belfast, I'm going to put on jeans, I'm going to put on nice Converse, a nice t-shirt and aftershave. So that will be the best lockdown outfit so far that anybody's worn. Oh, there's this last question. And guess who it's from? The villain Killian Gale? No, the the Nasty Moors Club. My friends? Yeah. The Nasty Moors Club. We DM'd a little bit, me and the Nasty Moors Did you actually? Yep. Oh, did did you put them up to this? Did you? Nope. Swear to God, um, I the nasty what the nasty Moors Club basically said love the podcast. Just hate Dave basically to me, and uh, and I said uh, oh cheers and laughing faces. Right, okay, I want you I want you to get it up exactly what they said to you and read it out to me before I read this question. Okay. Okay. Nasty Moors Club. So this is a real beef that's brewing. Okay. Oh, I've said okay. I don't have the message up, but I I will. Okay. Okay, we're about to go get it up there. Okay. The Nasty Moors Club mentioned me in the in a in a Instagram post in the story, uh-huh. and I did like basically being like, "Oh fuck this guy, Dave," and I did loads of laughing emojis, uh-huh. and then the Nasty Moors Club wrote. Huge fan. Fuck Dave though. Alright, okay. And I, I didn't respond to that. I didn't respond to that. Uh-huh. So uh what's what's been happening then? What's the question? What's what's the vibe? What's going on? Shane, why don't you ditch that clown? We all know you're the only funny one. Dave's just a shit Mickey Bartlett. There's way funnier people out there. I mean I'll be honest, that's a lot more direct than I thought it was gonna be. <laughs> like like I'll be honest, I thought the Nasty Moors Club and you was like a love hate thing, and it was all good, but that's very specific. And yeah, personal. I mean, um, yeah. So, what's your take on that big cat? How do you? My feel take is, you know, they're they're strange. They're strange. 
I don't know what's behind it, who they are. I mean, you're saying they, but yeah. do you think it's maybe just one? Yeah, guy? well, what I'm saying is they were flipping sucking me off a few weeks ago when they wanted me to talk about their wee Moors Club on the podcast, and then they just because I forget. Because hey, guess what? There's other things in my mind than your little 35 follower Instagram account. So I just forgot about it and Ooh. didn't bring it up. But you know what? If you wanna, if you wanna be like that, if you think people's funnier, hey man. Go and listen to Mickey Bartlett's podcast. I don't need you. Ooh, but hey, I don't. I don't want to be dragged into hey, this because listen, um, if the nasty Morse Club again, they they they're getting they're getting the exposure they want. They're getting spoken about on one of the premium podcasts in the country. That's fine. I've said before, I I'm a man. I'm a guy who can take. I can take criticism, I can take opinions, that's their views, that's fine. But again, all it takes is for them to be, him to be the bigger man and come back to me and say, hey, I'm sorry I got it wrong. You gave us a shout out in the podcast and now you've got this beef. So I, I want an apology from the nasty mower. And see if I don't get an well, apology. We're see how this yeah, develops. we'll see how, this, see develops. how this develops. Yeah, fucking Next nasty week, Moore's I feel club. like next week, this will come to a climax and... Uh, Maybe Nasty Moors Club can sort of identify themselves for themselves, just so that we can put a more human aspect to this. Because I want to work this out. Trolls, that's what they are. Lawnmower loving, garden hogging trolls, that's what they are. Sitting in their wee ponds oh, well. in the garden with their wee elves or gnomes, whatever the fuck they're called in the garden. Those guys. I'm I'm, I'm still waiting um, waiting on my apology from the Nasty Moors Club. That's. Okay, well, the, the gauntlet's been laid down by you for the apology, yeah. and let's. Uh, Let's see what happens. All right, um, that's it for this week's episode of the BTP, the Boytown Podcast. Um, if you've enjoyed it half as much as we <laughs> have, then that's great. Dave Elliott's Weird Podcast comes out every Monday. God bless you. <laughs> Shane Todd's Tea With Me Podcast comes out every Wednesday and Friday. Sip, sip. And also, you're doing a wee Patreon for the Boytown listeners this week at some point. You've mugged me off. You, you have no idea how much you've mugged me off about this. Ben's like, come on, mm-hmm. you do it before I can answer yeah. you. Yes, mate, I'll no, do no, it. No, no, I say the I will try week, to. I'll try to. Ben's like, mate, can you do that? Uh-huh. And you go, yes, mate, yeah. 100%. This week, mm-hmm. can anyone do that? You, here, can you do that Patreon there? Yeah, because it's your turn. I've done the last one. It's your turn. People want to hear from you. And you know what? The Nasty Moors Club probably subscribed to Patreon because they're wee beta weirdos and they don't want to hear from me. Well, They'd rather hear from Mickey Bartlett. Mickey Bartlett. Uh. Maybe I'll do Maybe I'll do the Boytown Patreon with my man Mickey Bartlett. Maybe yeah. that's what we're going to do. And tell you what, Moors, Mickey Bartlett's never mown a fucking lawn in his life. So you may pick your oh, battles sh- wisely, shit. my friends. And look, the only thing he has mowed is his entire body hair and he fucked that up. So little Moors Club... <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> what a lovely note to end the podcast yeah. on. We'll see you next week. And uh, yeah, there will be yeah. a video on episode out um, before the next episode. I'll do it over the weekend. All right. Take care. All right, we're out. Bye. Bye.